Luke chapter 10, verse number 35. Let us stand. I'm going to read one verse, and then I'll uh, dive into the message of what God has given to me, and uh, may it be a help to us and a help in this year. We can be like this. Luke 10, 35. And on the morrow when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him. And whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you this morning, Lord. We just thank you for what's been done, for the fill of the Spirit that's been moved throughout here this morning. Father, we thank you for that, Lord. We Lord, we just ask you to open our hearts and our minds and our ears this morning to hear the words that you have given us in our life, Lord. And help us to be what we need to be. Father, I ask you to just touch hearts this morning, lift us up and encourage us in this world that we live in, Father. And we'll praise you for whatever you do. Empty yourself and fill me with thy spirit. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You may be seated. If you're familiar with this passage, there are three main characters uh, that is built around. Uh, first of all, well, there is the fallen man. He was wounded. He was stripped, helpless, and needs somebody to help him. Secondly, there is the, what we call the Good Samaritan. The Bible just says it's a certain Samaritan. And he came uh, by that way where the man was and invested into his life. And he bound up his wounds and poured in oil and wine. And, and, and aren't you glad one day somebody cared enough about you? Uh, but now nestled in this text is this third character. Sometimes the most of the times we overlook this character is when we preach on this. And, but here we get caught in the, the man that has fallen. He's in the, uh, the man that's fallen in the Good Samaritan and his act of love and mercy that sometimes we overlook this character. We don't know his name. The Bible doesn't give us his name. It's not mentioned, but he's called in, in verse 35, the host. We can say it like this. This first man is helpless. The second man is the hero, but this man here is the host. I believe the first man, uh, the helpless man, is a picture of an old sinner that had got caught up in tough times. He stands in need of help. And if you want to see a picture of Jesus Christ in this parable, he look at the second man, uh, what a picture of the person of Jesus Christ works is. Not only do we see the sinner, he is the helpless man, but we see the Savior that is the hopeful man. Here is a picture of Christ who, who came to where he was. Aren't you glad that day when you couldn't get to where he was, he came to you. Amen. Uh, he came to where this man is. This is a picture of Jesus. He went with him with compassion on him. He had compassion on this man. He saw the man and he looked beyond his faults and saw the needs of this man and had compassion on him. He bounded up his wounds, poured in and took care of him. Aren't you glad he is the coming Savior this morning? Aren't you glad he is the curing Savior this morning? Aren't you glad he's the converting Savior this morning? Aren't you glad that he is a Savior that meets all mankind's needs this morning? But this man, the host, I don't see the sinner that is helpless or the Savior that is hopeful but I see a servant, a saint of God, you and I hosting. I see a man that's picking up where another man has left off that. Everybody wants to be the hero. 
Everybody wants to be a hero, but the story, uh, but today God is not looking for heroes. Uh, he's already got one, and that is the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody that will invest their life. Somebody uh, like Jesus did invest his life in. What I love about the text is not only when he found him, not only does he minister to him, but he made sure the man made a full recovery of what happened. The Bible said in verse 34 that he took him to an inn. An inn. You could say it like this. It's a home away from home while you're traveling to home. Aren't you glad uh, when he found him, he didn't leave him by his side of the road. He didn't walk away. But he took him to a home away from home while he's traveling home. An inn is a place where the light is left on for you. An inn is a place where you can find a warm bed to get some sleep in. An inn is a place where you can find a good refreshing shower in. And it is a place where you can find a table spread with food that you can get nourishment from. And it is a place where you can find rest and recovery for your journey that you're going to take. I'm glad tonight that when God saved you, He didn't desert you. God saved you, He didn't desert you. What He started in you, He'll be able to finish in you. And he brought you to a church where you can find some recovery, find some help, find some nourishment, and find food, spiritual food. You can call it spiritual in if you like tonight, uh, this morning. It's a home away from home while we're traveling to our home today. The church is not the, in heaven. The church is not our home, but the church is where we find rest and rest for the trip for the rest of our journey. Aren't you glad it is at a place where the light is left on? It's a place where the door is open. It's a place where the dirty can get cleansed. It's a place where the hurt can get healing. It's a place where you can get refreshed. But on the inside of this inn, there is a host. One that runs the inn. He's the one that keeps the light burning. He's the one that keeps the table spread. He's the one that uh, keeps the door open. He is a host. He is the one that's going to make sure this man is taken care of, makes a full recovery. I've never saved anybody. I can't save anybody. But I would sure love to be a host today. I pray that this church becomes a host, that we reach out to this lost, dying world, those that are in hurt, those that are in need, those need helping, that the church and say, hey, come on in. You can find recovery. You can find refreshment. You can find the needs that fit your life this morning. How many of you got, could say, I'm glad that when God saved me, He put you under His care? His care. And the love of some saint. 
I, I know there's people that got saved when they were in church from a little bitty thing uh, that was raised in church and then God opened their eyes and they got saved. I, I understand that, but not all of us can claim that. Uh, some of us have to say, I lived out in that world out there and then when God opened my eyes, I fell on the altar and I cried out, Lord, save me from the pits of hell and God save me. I didn't know nothing about the Bible. I didn't know how anything was happening. But I thank God uh, that when I got saved, he put some of old saint in my pathway that taught me how to pray, that taught me how to tithe, that taught me how to read the Bible, and taught me how to walk like a Christian should walk. Thank God for those old saints that God puts in your pathway that helps you along the way. I didn't get here by myself, and I'm quite sure none of y'all got here by yourself. There had to be somebody to help you along the way. Somebody that you can say, hey, they were my host. They took care of me. They made sure things happened. They watched over me. They made sure that I had a full recovery this morning. Thank God for the host. Thank God for the Samaritan. Oh, but thank God that we are a child of God. In this passage, this one verse, I want to look at four things this morning to help you out that may help you this morning. First of all, this host, we're talking about the host. He serves in the absence of the Samaritan. It was the Samaritan that found this man. It was the Samaritan that pulled the water, the oil and wine in. It was the Samaritan that bound up his wounds. It was the Samaritan that took and set him on his own beast and brought him to the end. It was the Samaritan that did all this for that fallen man. But the Bible said on tomorrow, the next day, the Samaritan left. But he did not go and leave this man without comfort. He did not leave this man without help. He, did, he didn't leave this man uh, uh, to get alone by himself the best way he could in his absence. He called a man and said, In my absence, I am gone. When I'm gone, you take care of him. He called this man to take care of him. Even though the Samaritan had departed, someone was there representing the Samaritan, serving and ministering on his behalf, and asked, what the Bible's got to do with that? I, I'm glad you asked, why does that got to do with us today? Jesus lives this, uh, not live on this earth. He lived here for 33 and a half years. Uh, he, he ministered for three and a half years, uh, and he went about doing good and good things, and, and it came to the point that he said, said, I've got to die, I've got to go to the cross, I've got to go to Calvary, and he died and went to the Calvary, and went to the grave, and on the third day he rose from the grave, and after 40 days he ascended back to heaven, sitting on the right hand throne of the Father, making intercession for you and I, he is praying for you and I this morning. Thank God. He is our high priest this morning. Before he went back, he gathered his disciples in the upper room. He said, I'm going back to my father. 
I'm going back to prepare a place for you. And while I'm gone from this world, while I'm absent from this world, as the Father has sent me, so I send thee. Go ye all into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He invested in the lives of those around him. He said, while in my absence, while I'm gone, you need to invest in the lives around you. He, you stand for me in my absence. You represent me in my absence. And what did I do when I was here? I believe that Paul said it very clearly. was in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Now we are an ambassadors of Christ through, uh, as though God did beseech you by we pray you in Christ. Instead, be you reconciled to God. We are to be the ambassadors of Christ. We representing Jesus here in his absence. Today, today I know physically Jesus is not in this world. I know that. I realize physically today Jesus is in heaven at the right hand of the Father. And while he's there, he's praying for you and I. He's interceding for you and I. He says, I'm preparing a place for you. I'll dwell for us to dwell in all eternity. But physically, we are in this world. And before he left us, he gave us somebody. He gave us a job to do. Therefore, Jesus Christ is not in the world physically to tell the lost world that he loves them. But we tell them in Christ's stead. Now don't get me wrong. I am not the Savior. I am not Jesus. But I am His light. I am His voice. And we serve in His absence today. We see this host is representing the Samaritan in His absence. He serves under the authority of the Samaritan. He looked at the host and said, you take care of him. Doesn't look like he gave him much wiggle room to get out of that. It doesn't look like he gave him an option. He said, I want you to take care of him. Can you see others coming to the end? I see other people that's coming to this end and they're seeing this end kick of this host. Uh, he's taking care of this man. He's waiting on this man. Uh, and he don't even know this man. And others say, hey, why are you burning both candles on the end to take care of this man? Why are you putting so much into this man? Why are you investing so much time in this man? Because he charged me to and he commanded me to. He, he told me in his absence, I want you to take care of him. And I'm just been doing what he told me to do. Can I say this, church? We serve not only his absence, but we serve under his authority. They asked, why does the church preach the gospel? That's what he told us to do. 
He told us to do that. He said, why, why does the church feed the hungry? Because he told us to do that. Why is the church helping those in need? Because he told us to do that. Why is the church reaching out for lost and dying world that's rejecting him? Because he told us to. We're on the business for the king. Second Corinthians, where we preach not ourselves, but Christ the Lord. I am so glad that he didn't say preach ourselves. There's nothing worthy about me to preach about. You didn't come here to see, hear how good I was this morning. There's not much good about me anyway. If you want to talk about Jesus, you want to talk about salvation, you want to talk about redemption and the hope in the person of Jesus Christ, that is the whole difference in the, tell, the story tells us. That is the song that we sing, that is the light that is shined, that is the message that we preach. It's all about Him, it's not about me. We do this by the authority of our good Samaritan, Jesus Christ, and we do this because he has told us to do it. Let me tell you this. The great commandment is not a great suggestion. He said, go ye in all the world. He didn't say, hey, if you feel like it, if you feel like you want to, or if it move hits you, go. He, no, he said, go. He didn't ask for question. He said, go. And he said, go to meet the needs of this lost and dying world. Become the host that I make to be. Reach out to them. Help them. Serve in my absence. Serve in my, under my authority. We do this because of the authority of Jesus Christ, not ourselves, but what He has given us. We serve in His absence. We serve under His authority. We serve with His ability. Before He left, not only did He tell the host to do what to do, but notice in verse 35, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said, use what I'm giving you to take care of this man and keep tabs because in the long run it's going to cost you. It's not going to cost you to serve him. And it's if, it, if it's more than that, when I come back by, I will pay you. Let me tell you how wonderful Jesus is. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He has given the church to do exactly everything they need to do, exactly what he's told them to do. I, I've read some commentary about this two pence, and you could take it any way you want to. I'll just tell you with my opinion on it. But I've read commentary that says what a day's wages was one pence back in that day. And in two days, uh, two pence mean that was two days' wages. It said mean that Samaritan is coming back in two days. I don't know if you fit you, if you want to run with that, run on. I look at it this way. The number of two in the Bible stands for witness. We have two great witnesses today. The Word of God and the Spirit of God. Let me tell you what. It's just telling me, hey, uh, I'm giving you, I am equipping you with everything that you will need. On this first Sunday of 2022, uh, God's Word is still, still true. The Bible still true. And God's Spirit still works today. Whatever God has told you last year, year before that, is still true today. In the midst of the troubles and heartaches that we've all gone through in this past year, we don't know where to turn sometimes. We don't know what to do sometimes. But here in Sunday on 2022, God still saves sinners. 
He still brings peace to those that have no peace. He still brings a hope to those that have no hope. And He still heals those that are hurting today. God is still true. I'm glad the Holy Ghost is still real and the Bible is still true. He gave us what we need to do what He's called us to do. God has given us all that we need to do what He's called us to do. God will never leave you without giving you, encrypting you what God has called you to do. We serve in His absence. We serve in His authority. We serve the ability of the Samaritan. Can I say this? We serve under the anticipation of the returning of the Samaritan. Verse number 35, And on the morrow when he departed, he took up two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him. And whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come, when I come, I'll repay thee. What a picture of Jesus Christ. He came to where this man was. He bounded his wounds up, poured oil and wine in it, and set him on his own beast and brought him to the end and put him under the watch care of somebody. And I went away, went away for a while, but he made this promise on this way out. I will come again. And when I'll come again, it will be a payday someday. He said to host, you serve in my apps and I'm giving you the authority. I'm giving you the ability to make sure this man makes a full recovery. Have you ever seen that, that last, last of me? You ain't seen the last of me. I'm coming back this way again sometime. I'll repay thee. It, it pays to serve the Lord. And I think about it, actually, it pays pretty good. I have peace, I have joy, I have Christian friends, I have a roof over my head, food in my belly, and shoes on my feet. It, it really pays to serve God this morning. We have been blessed in this life. But can I say this? You ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. When Jesus comes, we're going to stand before Him. I want to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant. Let me tell every child of God that is carrying the load, carrying the burdens, living right in the ungodly world, there will be a payday someday. There is coming, he's coming back. Little as much when God is in it. We labor for wealth or fame. There's a crown, and you can win it if you go in Jesus' name. Amen. I, I get this picture. I, my mind works this way. I, I see that the Samaritan finds this man, and if you read the story, there's a couple of them pass by this way, but the Samaritan finds this man and sees the need, and he stops to help Bounds his wounds up, put the oil and wine in him, puts him on his beast. He takes him. The Bible said he was left half dead. So he takes him to this inn, and I imagine they had to carry him up to this room, and he's unconscious and everything, and, he, and he's not no coherent, and he tells the, the host, take care of him. Make sure he makes a full recovery. 
I'm giving you everything that you need, and if you need any more, I'm coming back. I, I see this man uh, as days pass by, and all of a sudden he opens his eyes and he looks and says, Who are you? He says, I, I, I'm the host of the end. Well, how did I get here? Somebody brought you in. Why? Why would he bring me in? Why would anybody do that? They didn't know me and I don't know them. I don't know how I got here. What's going on here? Sister, somebody cared enough about you that he brought you in here and he told me to make sure you make a full recovery. Amen. And then he said, this has probably really got it to his mind. He said, and he says, I'm coming back. Now, I'm, I'm, th- I'm looking at this helpless man. I'm looking at this man, and, and he's been hurt, and he's been wounded. He's half dead, and, and he's brought to the end, and he didn't know where he was at, and he opens his eyes. He don't recognize anything going on. He says, hey, what's going on? They've been taking care of him. They've been making sure I've gotten rid of this and everything. And then he said, he said I will be, I imagine every day that boy was out the window. Is that him? Is, is that him? Is that, is that the one? No, no, that's not him. But he said he's coming back. I'm just going to sit right here and wait. I, I'm, going to, I'm going to anticipate him recovering. And I, I just want to throw my arms around him and say, hey, I appreciate what you've done for me. I appreciate you bringing me here. I appreciate you taking care of me. You didn't have to pay the price. Uh, I could have just died right there. Can I tell you this? God didn't have to pay the price for your soul. Uh, you could have died in your sins and went to hell. And it had been all right with God. But God loved you enough to send his son to the cross of Calvary that he bled and died for you. And on the third day, come up out of that ground says I it is finished I have the keys of death hell and grave today I'm so glad that he loves me this morning and when I see him I'm gonna fall on his neck so I love you I appreciate what you've done for me you didn't have to but I thank you for doing it but I'm just telling you what a day I am anticipating his return in fact I'm looking forward to it Every time somebody drives by, is that him? I hear the sound of something going on TV. I heard a trumpet on TV. No, not yet. Not yet. Louis Armstrong will be on there playing. Oh, does that sound like? Yeah, no, not yet. Not yet. But he did say, I will be back. He said, I will be back. I'm looking for the return. He is coming back. I don't know, but I'm just telling you. Boy, let me tell you. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He cared enough for your soul. He loved you enough that he sent a host to help you. We need to become host in 2022. Because there's a lost and dying world out there. You got family members that are lost and dying. You need to become a host. You need... (laughs) You need to tell them about Jesus. What he's done for you, he can do for others. How he saved you, he can save you. You need to tell them about Jesus. Just become a host. Reach out to this lost, dying world and tell everybody what Jesus can do for you. He died for you. And shouldn't we tell people what he's done for us? It is the Great Commission, not a great suggestion. Let's tell the world. Because the world needs to hear your story, my story, and his story. 
He need to hear that this morning.